Ribble FM. Weather. Here is your forecast for today. A mostly dry and fine day after some early morning rain with any sunshine somewhat hazy. Mild still with light winds, but breezier on coasts and hills. Maximum temperature 11 degrees C.
Good afternoon. You're listening to Ribble FM and it's Denise and Demi's health and wellbeing show and hope everybody out there survived the half term. It's always one of those, isn't it? Oh my goodness, it's February. The children are off. What are we going to do with them? And uh, I know that um, Jenny, our community fundraiser at ELHTME, has been extremely busy getting lots of events in the calendar and has been out and about doing quizzes. Hi, Jen. Hi got lots of things in that calendar haven't you oh yes loads and lots tell us what happened last week so last week we had um three events mm. we had our hop goes a bingo event at the arden in accrington which was which went absolutely amazing and then went on tuesday the 30th we had our valentine's quiz at the dog and partridge in baxenden and everyone was in love <laughs> and was in the air and then Sunday we did our first event at the um, Dog in a Wally, which was the Sunday quiz, and that was from 3pm onwards. We're holding that monthly, so that's once every a month. Every month, okay. The third Sunday of every month, yeah. um, and the time that it's on is because it encourages more people to come out, because it's just before tea time, and uh, yeah, so people come who don't down. particularly want to come out in the evening can come down in the afternoon instead brilliant idea yeah get people out get people quizzing i know you've got lots of events listed throughout the year um your pop goes the bingo is quite unique it is yeah pop goes the bingo is um it's such a good fun night so instead of playing bingo with the numbers there's a twist to it because we play lots of songs and on your cards you've got the um song and the artist and if you hear it then you mark it off yeah, and there's some really um, groovy little prizes to win as well. <laughs> I know we, I, we, I came along to uh, you won your first one that you held in Accrington, and it was it's just brilliant. It just made a different night, didn't it? So much fun, and you know, listening to tunes that and Demi hates me saying tunes because I sound really like retro, don't <laughs> I? At <and> old, <laughs> but uh, listening to tunes tunes that you've not listened to for ages, it brings you back, doesn't it, to a different era? Yeah, it does. Yeah, really and exciting. And when people people were singing to the tunes as well because they're like, oh, I haven't heard this one for ages, so they're marking it off, and the song plays for a few more seconds afterwards. So people were singing to it as well. Plus, you get free supper. Oh, most of these events that we're doing, the quiz nights and, and the the um, venues that are hosting them do free suppers as well. So that's a bonus as well. So you get bingo, free supper. Yeah. Great night with Jen. Yeah. Gosh, why, you know, the, it's going to be packed out, isn't it? So how do people find out about this long list of quizzes and fun nights that you've got on? Yeah, so just go on to www.elhtandme.co.uk. That's our website. If you just click on events on there, you, there's a long list of events that are going on. Fantastic. I'm so excited. And uh, you've got Cherry Bomb, famous uh, band from Darwin there that we've got a night in, in Worley happening. Those tickets will sell fast. So I'm doing a focus towards that one yeah. to say to people, uh, don't come whinging when you ain't got your ticket. Jenny's told you where to go. Go and get a t- grab a ticket now and make sure you're there at that fabulous night. Yeah. And you've got lots of things going on in and around the area that uh, people can get involved with. Uh, and it's so exciting yes so not only have we got we've got events that we've actually organised we're also going to be out and about our community events as well throughout the year so yeah keep a look out for our big trailer and uh, the big blue sign <laughs> and Elmo yes <laughs> we get a selfie it's all going to be out there brilliant
You're listening to Denise and Demi's Health and Wellbeing Show on this Monday afternoon. And uh, we've just heard from our fantastic 
community fundraiser, Jenny, about all our activities and events that are going on. But as we always do each week, we try to focus on special teams across uh, East Lancashire hospitals that you hope, you know, you might not have heard about, you might not have met. And we try to do some myth busting and to give more information, really, direct from the service. So I've got with me. Hello, I'm Chris and I'm the bereavement specialist nurse. Uh, I work as part of the end of life and bereavement team here at ELHT. Welcome, Chris. And uh, how long is it since you joined the truck? Oh, how long have you been with us? It'll be it'll be getting on for three years now. So in some ways, I kind of still feel like a newbie. I feel like I'm just <laughs> finding my feet, but in other ways, it just feels like I've been here forever. Okay. Now, everybody will be listening now and they go, oh, they're going to talk about bereavement. Yeah. And it's one of those it's, uh, one of those topics that people run to the hills and, and sometimes avoid talking about and until they need to. But what would you say, Chris, to the listeners to, to encourage people to, to come forward for conversations? I would say, to be honest, that train of thought is absolutely natural. You know, up and down the country, we see it again and again. It's become almost impolite to talk about dying and to talk about death and to talk about all of the practicalities and the emotions that people may go through. And... That's no one person's fault. It's just happened over time. But as a result, what we tend to see in our team is that people come to this crucial stage of their life and they don't know what to expect. It's Mm -hmm. become frightening. Mm -hmm. And the people who are sat around them don't know what to expect. And they don't know what to say. They don't know what's normal. They don't know what's natural. But just like anything else, we know when these big life events are coming and we plan for them. And human beings do not like uncertainty we don't like the fear of the unknown death is that big unknown that faces us and it faces all of us so talk about it talk about what you want talk about what frightens you the more we talk about it the less frightening it becomes and honestly the dying process itself is one of the most natural gentle processes that happens very very gradually the thing that makes it scary is that we don't talk about it it's a really interesting point that and uh, I know personally it's one of those things I prefer not to talk about. It's one of those things that you think you're going to live forever and uh, you might never have to have that conversation, but the reality is you do. And uh, your specialist team within the hospital has been developed and it's growing. Tell us about that movement within the hospital setting. Yeah, so it was it was not long after I started, probably about two and a half years ago now, that uh, we, we started moving towards expanding the team. So what we found, particularly around the the COVID pandemic, was that there was a real need for that support when people were reaching the final stages of their life. And there was that need for support afterwards as well, particularly at that time when people weren't able to come and visit, they weren't able to spend that time. We realised just what an impact that had on people as they were moving through their grief. So the trust took note at the highest level that this is something that we can really do well and this is something that we can really hone in on to make sure that that time is not frightening, that it's not the unknown. And on the back of that came our team. So we are a relatively small team. There's eight of us in total um, and you'll see us predominantly based at Royal Blackburn, but you'll see us out and about at the other community hospitals as well. Um, And we work seven days a week to visit people who are believed to be in those final days, those final short weeks of their life. And what we will do is we will come in 
and we will demystify that experience. We will demystify what is happening at this point. Yeah. We will talk to people about their anxieties and about the fears. And at that point, when the focus of that care has changed to support somebody to go through that dying process, we'll take away all of the medical jargon, we'll strip away all that clinicalness that happens in hospital, and we'll put that person right at the centre of those decisions. What at this point matters to you? What's important? Because that changes when people are realising that the focus isn't to get better. The focus is now to enjoy this time to make it matter to them. Yeah. What we will do is we'll step in and say, right, okay, that's important to you. Let's make that happen. Okay. That sounds, um, you know, you've really taken me in uh, listening to you there and it, it's, um, you can't help but feel emotional, can you? Um, so, you know, it's a, it is an emotional journey. It's emotionally draining. It's emotionally upsetting and sometimes it's emotionally makes you angry as well because you know that life journey is very different than what you expected at that time Absolutely. do you find that all these emotions come out in these conversations we sort of have a a, a bit of a, an ethos that no two people ever look the same dying itself is is an individual process it happens on an almost cellular level it's that minute so everybody will go through what they need to go through as and when they need to go through it. No two people will ever have the same experience. And those that are important to them, that are sat by their side, will also have their individual reactions. No two people ever, ever go through the exact same thing. It is always so unique. And what we'll find is that people will get caught out by how they feel, by what they're thinking, by what suddenly comes to the fore of their mind. So you're absolutely right. The range of emotions that people go through, the range of thoughts that people have as well that they just weren't expecting, it's all normal and it's all natural. And a huge part of what we do is sitting with people and saying, it's perfectly okay. It's so acceptable for you to feel how you feel and for you to think what you think. Because actually... That's right for you. 106.7 Ripple FM. Taking pictures or video with your phone. Want to take your passion to the next level? UK Digital has been a leading photographic retailer for the last 20 years. And yes, we are based locally in Clitheroe. Come and see one of the team at UK Digital for friendly, professional advice on all aspects of photography and video. Our showroom is open weekdays so you can see, touch and try. And with internet prices, there's no need for you to chance it online. UK Digital, your local store with internet prices. Visit ukdigital.co.uk. Do you have lower back pain, joints hurting, or are you recovering from an injury or operation? Clitheroe Cryo has already helped numerous people alleviate these and many more symptoms. So, could cryotherapy be the solution you're looking for? Located at Clitheroe Leisure and featuring a state-of-the-art cryo chamber, you could expect to recover faster, speed up metabolism, and clear up acne, psoriasis, and eczema. And the benefits don't stop there. Cryotherapy. Give it a try and see improvements after the first session. And discounts available for multi-session bookings. 
get in touch via our website, clearthero-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages. Are you tired of paying a high pump price for your company diesel? Or are you using a fuel card now but worried you signed up to an introductory rate that's now a thing of the past? Let me introduce the Green Arc Fuel Card. With a fully transparent, consistently low price and no surprise surcharges, the Green Arc Fuel Card has nothing to hide. Why not speak to our team on 0345 646 5451 or visit greenarcfuelcard.co.uk and see how much you can save. Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow, Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs. From family cars to rugged trucks, we fit them all with top-notch tow bars. Call us today or swing by and let's get you hitched up. Ribble Valley Towing. We make you good to tow. Unit 3, Brookside Industrial Estate, Taylor Street, Clitheroe. Or call us on 07734 536870.
Welcome back. You're listening to Ribble FM and it's Denise and Demi's Health and Wellbeing show on a Monday, the week after half term when everybody's exhausted and they've dropped the kids off at school and they've thought, okay, back to normal a little bit. And we're bringing different conversations, as we promised, um, for our show across the health setting. And, and this week we're talking about how, why, when and what's in dying and that's where you come in, isn't it? Absolutely. So I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still boogieing in the seat after that last tune. So. <laughs> that's the way to go. We need to be... It, well, it relaxes you, doesn't it? And, and you can have a conversation. And I'm just thinking about our, dri- our listeners driving along and uh, thinking about what you said in, in our first conversation. And then, you know, thinking about all those emotions and different mm. things. So if somebody wanted to talk about their plan... What what's what route would you send them on to to talk about you know making their sort of plan for their their journey? Everybody ultimately is individual. So what I would say is find something that works for you. But there are plans out there. There are documents out there that can help. Um, if anybody was to search on the internet for an advanced care plan that would give them a little bit of a pro forma as to what sort of things they might want to think about, what sort of things they might want to document or write down. The important thing I would say is that having that plan in writing is great, absolutely, because that gives us as nurses, us as doctors and as healthcare professionals something to work with because we know what it is that you would want when you're not quite able to tell us yourself. But the really important thing is that you talk about it you talk about it with your nearest and dearest. That can start feeling like quite a frightening conversation to go into. But when you break it down, really all we're talking about is what's important to us, what yeah. matters. The time might be slightly different. Mm. It might not be that we're talking about our upcoming 50th wedding anniversary. It might not be that big holiday that we want to do. But it's still a future event that we want to think about. And having been on both sides of those conversations, both professionally and personally, what starts off as what can be quite a difficult conversation can honestly turn into one of the most fun conversations that you have Mm. because people share ideas. You get to know somebody inside and out when when they're talking to you about what really matters to them. And it'll surprise you what some people will say. uh, In my own family, we've had... um, family members that you really wouldn't expect the family members that wear the pastel pinks and do the crochet of the weekend telling us about the death metal tunes that they want to play and when they're dying it's yeah really eye-opening you know yeah. <laughs> things that you would never guess and and but they're personal to that person and that's that's important isn't it that's the, the main factor of having conversation and i relate to that i'm smiling uh sort of my my journey with with loss in in my family and um, my own father's focus, um, he, he was on a cancer diagnostic journey and, it, you know, the, the journey was getting more tough and we were getting towards those plans. And he set me a task, which I wish he'd have told me sooner because he wanted a particular plot in the churchyard of where his family had all been laid to rest. And at that point, I'd got my dad who was really poorly and but it mattered for me to arrange that and to be able to show him that piece of paper that I bought his plot. And that could have been done so much sooner, couldn't it? But if, if conversations had been had, I mean, I got it done, but it, I, it was 
a pressure and anxiety, a rush. And probably I was probably quite a forthright person who went waltzing into the diocese and said, I need that. <laughs> because, you know, and, you know, encouraging those conversations early, understanding what people want, what they need, what they don't want. Absolutely. Is another one, isn't it? And that's just as important to find out not just what is right for that person, but also what isn't going to work for them, what's not important to them. Mm-hmm. Um and like I say, ultimately, everybody is different and everybody is individual. That's one of the beautiful things about humanity is that you get to hear all of these different stories, all of these different perspectives, um, which everybody across the team will will say is beautiful to witness and be part of. It's a real privilege doing what we do. But what we will find is that um, by having that conversation earlier, like you say, it takes that pressure away. It takes that stress away. It allows you to have the time to really deep dive what matters and what doesn't matter so much. And the end result is that when it does come to those final days, those final moments of a person's life, those around you that are important to you aren't sitting there wondering if they've done the right thing. They'll know full well what was right for you. Mm. And that that is a very poignant and, and important point that you've just made. And I think... Uh, relating to personal experience etc I think um, what we, we should promote and try and get people to understand and engage with is make the end of life journey um, when you're with your loved ones all about enjoying that time together rather than doing those necessary plans that could have been done sooner. Absolutely. I was distracted and in traffic I didn't feel it when the earthquake happened But it really got me thinking Were you out drinking? Were you in the living room chilling Watching television? It's been a year now Think I figured out how How to let you go and let communication die out I know, you know, we know You weren't down for forever and it's fine I know, you know, we know We weren't meant for each other and it's fine but if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? You'd come over and you'd stay the night. Would you love me for the hell of it? All our fears would be irrelevant. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? The sky'd be falling and I'd hold you tight. And there wouldn't be a reason why. We would even have to say goodbye. If the world was ending, you'd come over, right? Right. If the world was ending, you would come over, right? Right. I tried to imagine your reaction. It didn't scare me when the earthquake happened, but it really got me thinking. The night we went drinking, stumbled in the house and didn't make it past the kitchen. Oh, it's been a year now. Think I figured out how how to think about you without it ripping my heart out. And I know. Forever and it's fine. I know, you know, we know we were meant for each other and it's fine. But if the world was ending, you come over, right? You come over and you say the night. Would you love me for the hell of it? All our fears would be irrelevant. If the world was ending, you come over, right? Sky be falling while I hold you tight. No, there wouldn't be. 
listening to Denise and Demi's health and well-being show on this wonderful Monday afternoon. Don't look out the window. It is February. It is the grey, damp months of East Lancashire weather. But, you know, the sun is somewhere behind those clouds. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. It will be. And uh, you can almost guarantee that uh, we're all we're all getting ready, aren't we, for, for some brighter, lighter nights and, and being able to do things. Oh, and you know, get out there in the fresh air for your health and well-being. And we're talking about planning our lives, talking about our lives and structuring what we can do um, and not being scared of those conversations. Absolutely. And every conversation, when you finally break it down and start talking about what matters to you, what's important to you, once you start putting yourself at the heart of those conversations, they're no longer as scary as they first seem. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. And I think it is important. And what it, what I would say as a family member of being responsible to carrying out wishes is don't be frightened. If, if somebody's not talking to you, don't be frightened of asking the question as well. Because if you ask the question, it can draw that conversation as well. And then you've got yourself in a good place of knowing what somebody wants or expects. Yeah, I would completely agree. Um Obviously, I'm somebody that's quite comfortable talking about uh, death and dying, so I sort of very much pushed it on my family. This is what I want, and this is when I want it. Um, but I recognise that I'm a little bit of an oddity. He <laughs> <laughs> looks perfectly normal in the studio to me. <laughs> As hidden me, me bumps and me lumps, don't be worried. <laughs> For the vast majority of people, sometimes that, just starting that conversation can feel quite daunting and it can be as simple or as easy as have you ever considered what you might want have you ever considered what's important to you at the end of your life and that's it and a lovely open question thought-provoking absolutely Mm. and then with the power of silence sitting there letting that question sink in letting people mull it over that draws out what's important because when you ask a question like that invariably what starts to come up to the surface of the mind is actually what the highest priority is for that person and that could be something quite complex I want to be buried abroad I don't want to be in this country 
or it could be quite something quite simple. I really want a life-size cutout of Philip Schofield sat at the edge of the bed. <laughs> whatever is important, whatever is right for that person is absolutely right. And by God, do I salute those that can talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like you say, it's drawing those conversations and, and getting everybody's an individual. Everybody has a personality. They have their preferences in music. They have their preferences in in what you know how their journey out of the world looks and um, whether that's cremation whether that's burial these are conversations that are important but do bring pre- pressures so in the hospital setting as the end of life and bereavement team you said you're a small team of eight mm-hmm. you uh, work across the seven day platform um so how does it work? Does, do, do the teams come and say, this might be somebody, a patient that you need to talk to? How does that link come from in the hospital setting? It's it's a little bit of the, the ward teams coming and approaching us, but we're quite a proactive team and we're quite a visible team as well. Um, so one of the things that we've developed whilst we've been up and running is the care symbol, uh, which is the, uh, the the four blue hands joining together in a circle around the word care. And the, the model of care that we use is very much based around that acronym. Um, so you'll see us wandering around. We've got the care symbol on our uniform, so we're quite visible. Mm. And what we will do is a, a little bit of a soft approach with the ward areas, with the clinical spaces to say, is there anybody that you think would benefit from, from our support? And at the same time, we also are quite happy to accept those referrals in. We have the, the electronic records now, so that allows the, the wards to get in touch quite easily. But we also know that very often when you need us, you need us. So for the vast majority of people, just by giving us a call, absolutely will come. It's now or never, the sky is shining bright. Time isn't ticking anymore. I'm wide awake, there ain't no like I am a key And life is knocking at my door It's now or never, I know there is no doubt All my fears fading away I am surrounded by the wind beneath my wings So maybe you'll cross my way It's now or never
Ready for a change of scenery? At Three Rivers, our rural caravan park is the perfect solution for those seeking an affordable, peaceful and beautiful place to call home. Nestled in the heart of the countryside, our park offers exceptional facilities, including a cafe, swimming pool and function suite. You can even choose your own plot and specify the style of home that best suits your needs. Don't miss this opportunity to join our thriving community and enjoy the best of both worlds. The convenience of modern living with the charm and serenity of rural life. Contact us today to learn more and schedule a tour. Three Rivers, the perfect home is waiting for you. Looking for a reliable, trustworthy skip hire service? A1 Skip Hire is here for all your waste management needs. Family run for over 20 years, ensuring your waste is handled responsibly and efficiently. Offering a wide range of skips to suit your every need. Whether you're clearing out your garage, renovating your home or managing construction waste. And because we care about our beautiful planet, all of your waste is processed at our fully licensed recycling plant. Maximum recycling and minimum landfill. Serving the entire Rubble Valley and Blackburn with Darwin. We're local and we're ready to help you manage your waste the right way. Here are the numbers to call for the Ribble Valley 01200. 360-035 and for Blackburn with Darwin 01254 391 616 Ever feel like creating a website is like trying to juggle while riding a unicycle? Well, juggle no more. Introducing 50 to 1 Media. We make the designing of your website as easy as pie. We offer complete web development and implementation and we'll make sure Google loves your website as much as you do. From domain purchasing to hosting, turning your site into a Ribble Valley rock star, we've got you covered. So why not drop in for a brew and let's chat about how 50 to 1 Media can turn your web woes into web wows. Visit 50to1media.co.uk because who needs a unicycle when you have us? That's 50, the number 2 and the number 1.co.uk. So, you've been wondering what's going on at Greenacre Street in Cullerow? There's a new name for Honda, and it's Marshall. Same location, same smiling faces, same great service. We've also just added other lakes and models to our huge vehicle showroom. So when you're thinking of a new vehicle, think Marshall Honda. Contact us now on 01200 857 951. Marshall, the new name for Honda in Blackburn and Cutherow.
Listen to Ribble FM anytime, anywhere. Download our dedicated smartphone app. Go to ribblefm.com.
You've been listening to Denise and Demi's Health and Wellbeing Show on Ripple FM. We'll be back next Monday, 1 till 2pm. And in the meantime, see what we've been up to by finding us on social media at ELHT and me. For the Ribble Valley. On air, online, and on your smartphone app. Ribble FM. i
Touch me, baby, tainted love. Touch me, baby, tainted love. 